Hey y'all, happy love day. I'm sitting here at my sister's house. Yes, I'm in the city. Yes, the city is Detroit to me. Um, yeah, I'm sitting here. I'm really, really excited about this topic because it was something I got a chance to talk about while I was just in Arizona at the Soberish Meetup. And it came out, it was something I was, a concept I've been working on since a little bit before then. But I had a time a time to verbalize it and kind of realize, like make real. I had a time, a chance to realize the lesson. And so it happened kind of backwards. Usually I don't speak out loud per se about a topic beforehand, but I was able to give like a mini lecture to some very third eye open people, which I'm so grateful for if you're listening and we met there, baby, I love you, I'll be right here. But um, yeah, so that's, I'm going to talk about the heart bridge today. I'm so excited. It just all worked out that it came out on Valentine's Day. So I'm totally excited. I'm so here for it. Um, Check me out. Hey, y'all. Good morning. Uh, I'm in the car listening to my episode right now after I published it, and I realize I keep saying, I keep describing the last three chakras as four, five, and six, but the entire time that I'm doing that, I'm meaning to say five, six, and seven. So take that with a grain of salt when you hear me say, oh, the last three, four, five, and six. No, 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 no. I mean to say five, six, and seven, and I'm so surprised that I didn't catch that not once throughout the whole entire episode. So this is just a quick aside before you get into it to know Keep that little asterisk in your head. I made the mistake of saying the last three chakras were four, five, and six, and that is not true. They're five, six, and seven. So every time that I say that, keep it in your head that I mean five, six, and seven. My apologies. Love you. Good morning. Have a blessed day. Okay, so before I really get into it, I just want to let y'all know I came here and I caught a cold real quick, so it might be some sniffles and some coughs, and I'm sorry, but look this is where we at so it's a couple of different analogies i'm going to use and i'm going to need you to be able to stretch your imagination to visualize however i'm going to put together some visual representations of what i talk about just in case you're not very good at visualizing or i'm not very good at explaining so i'm gonna put that together it's probably going to be poorly drawn pictures from snapchat however this is life as we grow in it, and I am not a graphic designer. So, really, what I want to talk about first is the seven chakras as they relate to the rainbow. Now, yes, I do believe there's more than seven chakras in the body, and there's some key ones that are in your hands. You know, it's more than that, but I, like I said before, seven seems like a round enough number for me to sum the entirety of everything down to you know I can sum the entirety of everything down to seven and be able to effectively describe things from that so I'm gonna walk y'all through first I'm gonna talk about the chakras then I'm going to talk about the art of flowering then I'm going to talk about the double pan scale it's called a double pan balance but I'm gonna talk about the scale analogy and then the heart bridge analogy and lastly I'm going to connect that all so first and foremost a chakra on your body is i didn't write this down so i'm gonna just freelance what i know it's like a a spiral first the word chakra chakra it means wheel in sanskrit i want to say please don't crucify me if i'm wrong 
but it means wheel and so these are seven energetic wheels along your body if you need to visualize your spine you can if you need to visualize the front you know the prone side of your body like where your stomach is the front facing side of your body you can do that so there are seven main ones and each is represented by a color of the rainbow there's seven of those red orange yellow green is in the middle and then there's blue indigo violet in school they called it Roy G. Biv. Like that was somebody's name and it was the rainbow. Roy was his first name, G was his middle initial, and his last name was Biv. Like Roy G. Biv. Red, orange, yellow, green in the middle, blue, indigo, violet. Roy G. Biv. And so that's seven colors and there's seven main chakras, at least for this analogy today. Again, fair warning, fair reminder. These are all just my definitions. You know, I'm not saying this is how you have to define things. I'm not saying I'm not totally wrong. However, I found some research to support my biases today, so we're going to run with them. Um, So, okay, so your first chakra, the root, is one that is represented by the color red. Now, I didn't write the elements down, but there's an element for each one as well. I believe the first one is earth. So, the root chakra is your anchor to earth. It represents survival, family, stability, financial and physical security just to name a few and when that is you know unbalanced or otherwise overstimulated that's when you're feeling fearful anxious Uh, I didn't really write too many down because I don't want to give that much energy to it because I'm trying to lead you to balance and so what that one represents is mostly family security stability like I just said so that one is the red chakra and then second one the orange one sacral mind you the root is like the the tailbone like where your tailbone is not necessarily where reproductive organs are it's right below that like two inches i believe it said two inches below the navel no that's where your sacral is so it's even further down it's about in the middle of your hips and so the sacral sacral i I think it's sacral the sacral chakra is i wrote down it's the animal so Imagine that the red is the most basic. If you are on this earth, you are operating. You have the capacity to operate at at least red ray. You know, you can operate at at least red ray. You know, your energy can be at least that low because it's the anchor to earth. So that is what you're doing here. And so a step up from that is the animal, you know, uh, not to speak for the intelligence of animals that I can't communicate with, but generally... I would think wild animals operate on red orange ray you know this is not very much further up they can get because that one is circulatory and reproductive systems it represents emotional emotions desire pleasure sexuality procreation and creativity and if you look at those those are very animalistic guttural expressions of humanity you know reproducting reproducting reproducing um desire pleasure these are things that even wild animals can understand it's not as though they are just totally void of any intelligent thought you know they understand desire and sexuality and procreation of course a lot of their lives are purely fueled for survival and reproduction so that is why i marked it as the animal chakra um and so with that one being either overstimulated or understimulated you may feel depressed impotent joyless or numb 
of course there's more to this but these are just the general gists that i'm going to be giving and so thirdly is the solar like the sun the solar plexus right here in the middle if the sacral is two inches below the center of it is two inches below your navel the center of the solar plexus one is two inches above your navel so about two fingers width above your navel and i think they all radiate around like let's say about four inches around that center point right so all of these chakras are touching i don't want y'all to think that oh the red one stops here and then there's an inch and the orange one starts like no it's kind of like a venn di diagram like they overlap at least i want to say the top half to the top quarter of the energy circumference of that chakra yes they overlap so again if that was too much or i'm not saying it properly that imagine a venn diagram and that's two overlapping circles and that's it all your chakras all overlap mind you i'm gonna go back and forth between saying chakra and chakra because i really don't know which one i like more however they overlap and so the solar plexus one is it represents humanity it's the human one it's the one that takes you from wild animal to being an actual conscious human being here it goes with power self-will and transformation it gives you the because i'm gonna go into the solar chakra don't worry about that one i want to talk about that one especially because i do believe it represents earth's collective consciousness all of us all added together the average i believe we are at the third chakra like the third that's our most common expression that's our most common our medium ground and it would make sense to me because this is the third plane of existence and things expressed on a smaller scale have a way of representing things expressed on a major scale and so if this is the third plane it would make sense to me that all of us are kind of in the third realm of chakra energetic expression i hope that made sense please remind rewind me if i didn't because i don't remember what i just said so solar solar plexus um under uh let me see overstimulated that's angry aggressive controlling lack of compassion and under stimulated is timid moody passive and oh low self-esteem and so just that description alone i can see how uh, it relates so deep to just the collective experience of earth right now now i can't speak for all of it and where i get most of my um like most of my data for comparison on where the earth is is through twitter and social media because there's millions of people on there so i wouldn't say it serves as a total representation of earth and the life going on here i think that would be kind of biased because there's literally billions of people that do not have access to the internet so their experiences are valid as well however if the people on the internet in any way shape or form represent the environment around them I do believe it's a it's a safe summation. It's not total, it's not absolute, but it might be safe to summarize the collective experience of social media into what may possibly represent the collective expression of the world. So I'm sorry I can't be everywhere at once, but I have to take what I'm given. And I was blessed to be given access to the internet and access to social media, and so I like to use that as a representation of what maybe the rest of the world is going through based off of the posts i see and stuff like that and so just judging off of what i ran into i would believe earth's collective consciousness is near the third 
trying to move to the fourth though there's still people affecting from the second so a lot of animalistic behavior from humans here and then there's a lot of oh love 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 type of humans i'm one of them you know there's more there's a lot who are red ray and there's a lot who go further in but right now i think collectively speaking we are on the third shout out to baby girl for putting that image in my mind podcast i mean soberish yes we talked about that there so i don't want to totally claim that idea as all my own because people have i've had these conversations and i need you all to know that there's an innumerable amount of influence that goes into every episode that i make sorry i know i'm going off on a tangent but let me just say this it's a numerous amount of influence so it's not that it's just me i'm not the only person that contributes to this more often than not it's just that i work i operate from the middle i operate from the fourth i operate from the heart and so i like to take in all these sources and mash them up mash potato them up into something that can be served to everyone. So that's what I do. I, I'm the conglomeration of millions of voices, okay? That's what it is. It's not just me. And so there, I want to give the credit where it's due. And while I'm doing that, I might as well shout out sunray.org and Rock Mountain, rockymountainoils.com because I got a lot of my chakra information from them just now. So whatever. So moving past the solar plexus, which is the yellow one. Let me give you a time to get back to where we were talking about the chakras. Red for root, orange for sacral, yellow for solar. Next is the heart. And I want to talk about that as the pivot point. You know, there's a scale. Imagine a scale with two, you know, like the typical scale. Like you put something on it to see which one weighs more. Hold on. <coughs> you know, you put something on there to see which one weighs more. That type of scale. And the center of that is called a pivot point. That's what keeps the scales balanced you know that's the center the most absolute flattest foundation that's the foundation of any double pan scale it is called a pivot point so to me that is where the heart is and without getting too deep into another analogy i want to describe what the fourth chakra does that color is green and it represents or you know the organs that it goes for is the lungs heart arms hands and thymus gland which i'm not really sure what that is i meant to look that up before i started recording but i didn't so you go ahead and look that up um and then it represents love relationships joy peace trust and forgiveness and when it's overly activated or overly is too open you know unbalanced to the left and it's just too too heavy that one is needy narcissistic no personal boundaries and a codependency and then when it's deficient you know it's just withering away there's no energy flowing there it's decrepit to some extent that looks like closed often closed offness um shy lonely and isolation so that is for the fourth chakra the pivot point between the lower three and the upper three that's just a bug in your ear for right now i'm going to get more in depth to that now fifth chakra right here at the base of your throat that is oh the body parts that it goes with this upper thorax so like shoulders you know this area shoulders neck i don't really want to get too much into the body parts of it though its physical representations definitely play a part in the metaphysical representations because lest we not forget exact energetic expressions that means that Things expressed on a physical level 
have a beautiful way of also being expressed on a metaphysical level. So it is important, the physicality and the the, rep, the physical representation of each of these chakras, like which chakra controls what parts of your body, that is totally important. But I don't want to get too, too into depth with that right now. Perhaps it'll come back around before this episode goes off. But next, after the throat chakra is the eye. That's the third eye one right here in between your two physical eyes. There's an energy point. And that's the third eye right there on your forehead. That's what people are talking about when they talk about their third eye. It's right there, hypothetically, metaphysically, however you need to put that image in your mind. That one represents a connection. Oh, I'm sorry, that one represents visual perception, discernment, and intuition. And when it's overly stimulated, you could be delusional paranoid and suffer from poor concentration and when it's under stimulated you have poor memory and are in a state of denial of things you know depression is also on it up these upper ones when they're um under stimulated more seem to result in some level of depression with these upper three like the lower three represent some state of anxiety you know anxiety and depression that's what I've surmised. The lower three, when crippled, represent, they're going to be expressed as some form of anxiety. And then the upper three, when they're crippled, are going to be represented as some form of depression. And we'll get into all of that. And so that's the eye. And then the crown is just the top of your head. Just in the same way the root is the base, you know, the feet right there down as far as you can get on your body. The head, the crown represents the seventh one right on top of your head and so that one is connection to source just like your root is connection to the earth the crown is the connection to source the creator god infinite intelligent however you want to put that image in your head the most high whoever <clears throat> and where's that at oh truth awareness and connection to source and so when it's overly stimulated You'll be overly spirit or overly intellectual, suffer from spiritual addiction, and have a sort of dissociation from your body. And when it's understimulated, that could be a sense of disconnection from the world around you, depression, and spiritual cynicism, believing that no one really has good intentions, believing that everyone does everything for their own self-interest. That's what cynicism means. I just had to look that up so the the definition is fresh in my mind. Um, so yes, those are your, your chakras as they relate to the rainbow. Root is red, sacral is orange, solar is yellow, heart is green, throat is blue, eye is indigo, purple, and then the crown is violet. That is Roy G. Biv, okay? So we're going to talk about, that's the chakras as they relate to a rainbow. Now I have all these short descriptions of the analogies written down. So what I'm going to do is read them first from my notebook, and then I'm going to relate that to what I just described as, you know, what I was describing when I was talking about the chakras as they relate to the rainbow. So this first one that I'm going to talk about is called the art of flowering. And give me just a second to, I wonder if I should just record all the way through. Let's just record all the way through. Okay, so this first analogy I'm going to talk about is called the art of flowering. In this one, I have a flower scratch scrawled on where the roots are here 
I have a line across the roots representing the grass, and then there's a flower sprouting out, okay? So the root chakra is the literal roots of the flower. The sacral chakra is the, the ground, the when the roots sprout out, when the first sprout comes out, that ground, that ground level right there is sacral. And then the solar would be, I don't know, what do I have that as? The solar, maybe the sacral is the ground, and then the solar is that right above the ground. So that's one, two, three. And when it begins, when that flower begins to develop the stem, the thing that holds the, that tr communicates between the flower and the roots, the stem is what carries the water, the stem is what does the nutrition or the nutrients and stuff like that. So the stem is going to be the heart, okay? So let's go over that one more time. The root chakra is the actual roots of the flower. The sacral chakra is the dirt, that barrier between above ground and underground. And then the solar is right there above ground, fresh out of it, determination. This flower is about to start sprouting out. It's going to pick a direction to grow in. That's what that is. The heart then is the stem. Once that sacral has been accessed and it begins to grow forward, it is that stem. It grows into that stem, and that is the expression of the three chakras below it, right? And so from that expression, and now the stem has the power and the strength of spiritual fortitude to grow into a real flower, right? So that you go from your heart to the stem, and your throat when you speak is maybe when it begins to bud you know it hasn't necessarily grown into a full flower or bloomed yet but it's that bud it's right there it's it's speaking for itself it's already been determined what it's going to be that's the bud right there right and so the eye the visual we can put that as the blooming once that one gets activated it's like a blooming of your mind once you start tapping into that third eye chakra a blooming and what would be the crown is the flowering, the actual flower, the flower in all its entirety, that flower, the petals, and the beauty of the petals. So let me read here what I have written down under the art of flowering. It takes far more than the perfection of one brick or column to disdain the flowering of any plant. It takes more than the perfection of one so it's not like oh perfect roots you'll get a perfect flower no because you also need to have perfect dirt as well so it takes more than just the perfect dirt or it takes more than just perfect roots it takes more than just water it takes more than the will to grow it takes for the harmony of all of those things so let me read that it takes far more than the perfection of one brick to sustain the flowering of any plant it is the perfection of all elements working in harmony as it respects that of the individual flower. Things expressed simply have a way of representing those that are expressed complexly. Apply the simple to the complex and allow space for a simple solution. Allow simplicity to express complexity because why not? So that's what I have written. And so in that area there we can see how it all of this needs to be in harmony for a plant to grow i don't know if you ever took a plant biology class but i took one before and it's incredibly now it you will look outside and think that plants are growing and all this stuff is just easy happening in the snap of a finger none of this is easy just like if you can't plant a seed and watch it grow easily nor is having a baby nor is having an idea and bringing it to fruition 
all of these things are the same potato and it's not easy I promise you it's not easy it requires a near perfect level of harmony however that should give you relief because that means perfection is quite easily found you know it's perfection is not as though oh every single flower has to be at 32 degrees 45 at this angle and the sun has to shine on it for this long or we're not gonna have any plants if it was that if perfect was that structured we wouldn't have shit here we wouldn't be here so clearly perfect has to be something that is far easily attained than what we realize that's moving on i'm drifting so going on to the art of flowering these are again images to paint in your head that's going to wrap in how this heart bridge is going to flow and how and why it's so important to maintain harmony between every step of the way every part of your flower every part of your plant maybe you want to be a red oak maybe you don't want to be a flower pick a plant out in the world every single element of that needs to be in harmony to get the most optimal potential of that plant the most optimal flowering of that plant the most fruitful harvest of that plant it needs to be in a near perfect harmony with respect to that individual plant some plants don't need no water some plants need water every couple hours i would assume you know it is with respect to what is perfection to that individual plant so let's move on so the second analogy that that was the art of flowering again it's gonna be jumbled up a little bit we're gonna hey we're gonna grow this topic we're gonna life this as we grow it right now okay so the third one is the scale analogy the double pan balance if you know what the um astrological the like the little picture for libra is is a scale right so that's the type of scale i'm talking about mind you that's why the shortening for pounds is lbs because it stands for libras never knew that it's a fact look it up and if it's not true i gotta go email my um astronomy professor I'm coming for you if that's not true, but I'm pretty sure the reason why the shortening for pounds is LBS because it's Libras, honey. Astrology is the shit. So we're moving on. The scale analogy. I'm going to read everything I have and then I'm going to try to conglomerate it. Don't worry. At the end, I promise I'm going to melt all of this shit together for us. So the scale analogy goes like this. The entire scale needs to be aligned. That means the pans and the pivot point need to be properly calibrated for pure balance. How can it be accurate if the scale itself is not clear? Maybe we all come in as unbalanced as we were when we left and we're continuing to seek further absoluteness as it pertains to us individually and with respect to our exact energy as it was caught in the prism. That is referring back to an episode that I have called The Prism, which I'll just rephrase that. The freedom to be everything, but all knowing is the fun and there's joy in the journey. So let me read that one more time. The entire scale needs to be aligned. How else can it be accurate if the scale itself is not clear? Maybe we come in as unbalanced as we were. Maybe we come in as unbalanced as we were when we left. And we seek further absoluteness as it pertains to us individually and with respect to our exact energetic expression. The freedom to be everything but all-knowing is the fun and there's joy in the journey. So with the scale analogy, it says to me that 
being an all-knowing being, which is what I believe we go back to a certain sense, a certain state of all-knowing after we pass away. You know, we come here and we forget where we came from, the spirit world. We forget that all of this is a game. You know, we do all of this because it is so much more. It makes the lesson so much more real. It makes the lesson so much more concentrated and able to really be reaped from. You know, it's not just if we all knew like, oh, well, well, we're spiritual beings having a human experience. So none of this shit really matters. Will we really do anything? Will we fight for anything? I'm not sure we would. Shit, the more I learn about this, the less I give a fuck about shit in this world. So you feel me? It's not like knowing this is wouldn't stop the game. And the whole point of this is the game because we came here to learn and grow and become better versions of ourselves. And so if we come in as unbalanced as what we left the last time maybe at the end of this life I will have only if I'm 40% here on the left side of my scale and 60% on the right side of my scale that's a not a total imbalance but that's it's pretty imbalanced honey four and six so maybe by the end of this lifetime what if I'm only 41% and then 59% on the other side you know maybe I don't grow that much and I have to keep coming back for thousands and thousands and thousands of lifetimes until I get my scale perfectly balanced. Perhaps that perfect balance represents the small voice in our head. Perhaps that perfect balance represents the most high, the creator, the source. I'm not sure what it represents, but I do believe that my perfect balance has all the right and all the infinite perfection to look totally different from someone else's perfect balance. So when I, I never want it to look as though or come off as though I'm preaching my perfect balance to be yours. Our perfect balances could be two completely different things that in themselves equally contribute to the grand perfect balance of the universe, of the world. I, you know, I don't know. I'm just right here in my body. I'm just going through my life and I'm just expressing the shit how it comes to me. You feel me? So I can't really speak, but just know I, I have a sensation that 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 stretching to forever is there you feel me I haven't I have a sensation and so with that being said maybe we come in as imbalanced as we left the last time I think I'm gonna leave that there maybe we come in as imbalanced as we left the last time further seeking balance further seeking absoluteness pure balance pure Libra I hate to give them so much you know I don't the Aries Leo in me is shaking because clearly i'm already perfect so it's like let's not hype libra's head up but baby whatever y'all the scale so i guess y'all can get hyped up whatever it's love day let me stop being a fucking hater here you go libras do your thing take this and run with it whatever the fuck so that's the scale analogy and then okay so finally we are going to talk about the heart bridge and this is the meat and potatoes of this so I am going to close this segment out so that I can be free to talk about this shit because it might go on for like an hour, okay? So I'm going to close this out, this segment. It's going to be closed out. Now is a good time if you want to go back and listen to this again. That's great. If you want to just play it through, that's great too. I mean, shit, hey. So go ahead. Let me close this out. Okay, so get ready for analytical. I'm trying to do that that form of the word analogy. 
analogical and analogical metaphorical download overload okay we are jumping very very deep into my imagination with this walk with me i'm going to make a list and make a visual representation of all these analogies and put them on my instagram which is linked to my facebook and i'll tweet it as well so y'all gonna get these pictures hopefully you're somewhere you can look them up as i'm talking about it because the bridge analogy gets moderately complex however i believe in my capacity to describe it effectively so let's fucking do it so the bridge analogy imagine any sort of bridge that you've ever seen there's a foundation on point a then there's the bridge and then there's the foundation on point b and to get from point A to point B, you must travel along that bridge. However, if the foundation under point A is unsturdy, you will never even be able to make it to the bridge because you will have fallen off and broken a hell of a lot of bones, fucked yourself up by then, and never ever in a million years would you have even made it to the bridge to make it to point B. That same could be said in reverse. If point B the foundation underneath point B is fucked up, broken, crooked, and it can't support their that end of the bridge. It can't support their half of the deal. That end, that half of the bridge, no one from point B will ever be able to make it to point A without, of course, tumbling, falling, breaking a whole lot of fucking bones and everything else that I just described that would happen to someone trying to come from point A with a fucked up foundation. And so in this bridge analogy, we have three columns there's the bridge and then we have three more columns so the three columns to the i hate to know you know we just talked about how there is no linear nothing is linear here however a bridge is literally the most linear thing that i can still support it is quite literally a straight line so we're gonna get linear real quick y'all take that sphere condense it down to a circle take that circle cut it and make it into a straight line again i need y'all to do that for our imagination so in this bridge analogy there are three columns that support one half of the bridge and on the other side there are three more columns that support the other half of the bridge and with the full support from all six columns it then turns to most effectively support the bridge in the middle i will draw this for you if you so need it so Imagine it this way, the root chakra as a column communicates with the crown chakra as a column. The sacral, um, I'm sorry, the sacral chakra as a column communicates with the third eye chakra as a column. There are all, all six of these are columns here. The solar chakra as represented by a column, communicates with the throat chakra, which is all represented as columns. So you have six columns. They are in communication with their reciprocals. One communicates with seven, two communicates with six, and three communicates with five. And in the middle is four. Four represents the bridge. So you have your six columns that all work together to support this bridge. Those six columns can be expressed as 
your six chakras working together to support your heart or however else you need to dice this potato up maybe i don't know let's not get out of the analogy if you need to use something else go for it however in this analogy of the heart bridge it represents that so you got your root column your sacral column your solar column you got your throat column your eye column and your crown column and in the middle of that is the bridge which connects it all correct so i'm going to read here what i have written down for the bridge analogy i have rainbow bridge written and it's underlined because yes i spent a lot of time playing mario kart as a kid even when my fucking controller wasn't hooked up but that's neither here nor there here nor there it's a rainbow bridge a constant swirling and exchange of information between columns it is always constant it is always communicating one and seven maybe one and seven are talking but maybe one and two are talking maybe one two and three maybe four five and six maybe you know in any way you want to mix that up you go ahead and mix that up however you want it is a constant swirling and exchange of information between these columns between these chakras you know okay so the heart is the bridge and to allow bricks from any column to contribute to the integrity of the bridge say imagine a bridge and it's not because the typical rainbow we have is oh red orange yellow green you know that is so cut and dry it's so blocked off there's no harmony to that maybe you have a red brick right next to a yellow brick or a green brick right next to a blue brick or a orange one right next to a purple one you have your rainbow bridge can be as colorful as you want it to be maybe you want it to be one color which goes into imbalance in the way that i perceive it but hey it's your bridge it's just mine happens to be a constant swirl of colors on a rainbow it's constantly there's no separation between any of these colors And so, all six columns have potential to contribute to or inhibit the integrity of the bridge. It is the constant upkeep of each, motivated by the necessity of a safe bridge. It is the constant upkeep of each column that allows for the most authentic representation of the bridge. So what that means is it requires you to check your your physicality check your anxiety for roots check your fears for the root one it requires you to stay on top of your survival instincts and are you doing too much of this or too less of that it requires you to pay attention to your physical and financial stability all six columns have the potential to contribute to or inhibit the integrity of the bridge it is the constant upkeep of each column that allows for the most authentic representation of the bridge. So that means you need to check your animalistic behaviors. You need to check how you are expressing your emotions and your desires and your pleasures and your sexuality, procreation and creativity. You need to check if you feel joyless or numb or depressed or overstimulated because it is the constant upkeep of each column that allows for the most authentic representation of the bridge. So that means you need to check your power, 
your self-will, determination, your humanity. You need to check your aggressiveness, your anger. Are you controlling? Are you compassionate or not? You need to check your neediness, your timidness, passive, and your self-esteem. Because again, and I'm going to keep repeating this through each chakra so that I maintain that we aren't lost in this analogy. So you need to check all those things from your solar. Because... It is the constant, constant upkeep of each column that allows for the most authentic representation of the bridge. Because all six columns have the potential to contribute to or inhibit the integrity of the bridge. And so, that means you need to check your throat. Are you, are you, do you have the ability to listen? Are you expressing yourself or are you afraid to? Are you, do you speak up for yourself or don't you? Are you too quiet? Are you too loud? Do you voice yourself? You know, you need to constantly upkeep that. It also means you need to, that's for your throat. That's the throat column, not for the eye column. You need to check your discernment and your intuition and make sure you're not being delusional because all this shit I'm talking about could potentially be crazy as fuck, you know? But it's the constant upkeep, the constant swirling and exchange of information, the constant taffy pulling of, I learned this from my root chakra, let me throw it on my third eye chakra and see if that'll work too. It is the constant upkeep and the maintenance of balance between each column that must always be constant. That's how you check yourself for being delusional or overly intellectual or spiritually addicted. You need to do that. Because it's the constant upkeep of each column that allows for the most authentic representation of the bridge, right? So that was for your eye. Now when it comes to crown and checking that, the constant upkeep of that looks like constantly checking your, you know, your connection to source. And what source are you connected to? And how do you represent that connection? And how do you respect that connection? What truth are you subscribing to? What truth are you putting out? What truth are you expressing? You need to always check for your connection or disconnection from source you need to always be checking your cynicism and if you're delusional or not are you shy and lonely are you isolated checking all of these things you guys this is not something easy to do just because i can effectively describe it to the best of my ability does not take away the fact that this shit is not easy to do Constantly, I find one of my columns damn near dilapidated and falling down and my whole bridge, my whole entire heart is all, it's never too far away from one loose brick from breaking. I need you to understand that. My heart bridge is never very far away from one loose brick from breaking. That's part of walking in the balance here. Now, one day I'm going to seek to fortify a very strong foundation to where my bridge can't be broken and that communication can fly either way you want it to. But until I get there, I'm not there. So here I am being real with you. So what I have written, I'm going to read that um, one more time. All six columns have the potential to contribute to or inhibit the integrity of the bridge. It is the constant upkeep of each column that allows for the most authentic representation of the bridge. And all of this is motivated by the necessity of a safe bridge, by the desire to have a safe bridge, the desire to understand love, the desire to understand 
your family and joy and forgiveness and trust that desire if you don't have that desire maybe you don't give a fuck about the bridge and fuck all your columns however we talking to people that came here to learn this and so all of this is motivated the maintenance of all of these six columns is motivated by your beautiful and innate desire to want to understand love and want to understand relationship and peace and forgiveness and trust all of that is important here the why the maintenance of this bridge is so important is because that is important that is the experiences we want the misunderstanding of love trust relationship and forgiveness oh the misunderstanding of that baby is gonna have you tumbled the fuck off of something broke bones broke heart broke spirit broke you broke the fuck down yeah hey that's why this is important to me Because I done been broke the fuck down and I'm tired of it. So I need to find a way to conceptualize this to further help me and motivate me to want to do this constant upkeeping. To want to do all the extra shit that's not easy just to get the benefit of the bridge. Just to get the beautiful sight of crossing the bridge and all the views I'm going to see from traveling from point A to point B. That motivates me entirely. So if you love staying in point A and you love operating from just your first three chakras as they operate together as an anchor to earth or if you love staying in your four five and six chakras as they operate as an anchor to the metaphysics you know the physical is the first three the metaphysical is the last three if you want to stay there that is perfectly fine i'm not judging you for that none of that because your ass is going to be able to help me when i say hey this brick fell off my sacral my sacral column i need some help it's going to be somebody who is so physical like oh girl this is what you need to do Or if I say, ooh, this brick fell off from my throat chakra, I can't speak, I need help. Someone who lives on that side of the bridge is going, oh, girl, that's what you need to do, just as easily. So it's not as though I'm judging you. You can pick wherever you want. It's just that my, my brain, my love, my exact energetic expression, how I'm going to be perfected is by learning this balance, learning this pivot point of the bridge, Yeah, learning how to operate this shit is what's going to be most important to me. And the way I see it is, it's not as though if the bottom three were most important, I just get into a lot of physical activities and I do a lot of human things. Or if the right side of the bridge or the upper three were most important. No, what is most important to me is having a safe bridge a safe heart bridge a safe space for my information to travel and so the only way that I've conceptualized cultivating a safe space a safe bridge is to what how did I put that is to allow the bricks from any column to contribute to the integrity of the bridge if I could just work on my heart maybe I would have did that However, just focusing on my heart has not gotten me. It has done nothing for the integrity of my bridge. And so I have to find another way. And that's what this is. But I'm sort of rambling and I'm losing myself. And I don't want to do that because this is complex. And so we're imagining a bridge here in this analogy. And the heart bridge, I have that written as the communication between columns, right? And bricks, right? Okay, bricks. Are those lessons Do you get a new brick laid down on your heart bridge every time you pass a lesson? Or are the bricks on the bridge lifetimes? Maybe at the end of this lifetime, I'll get a purple brick because I did so much in the metaphysical world. Or maybe if I, I don't know, was a crazy like Ted Bundy type of person, maybe I would have got a red brick at the end of this. Who knows? So are the bricks on that bridge and in composition of them columns, 
are those lessons or are those lifetimes? Maybe we're constantly shimmering and represent one brick on the bridge, on the major bridge of life. Who knows? I don't know. This is all wild and mild speculation. However, let's carry that along, shall we? So, am I ready to talk about that? Mm Mm-mm, not yet. I still want to go more into how each person has a responsibility to cultivate that heart bridge. And it is the communication. So, how I was moved to express the rainbow is not red, orange, yellow, green, blue, indigo, violet. It was red, violet, orange, indigo, yellow, blue, enshrouded in green. Okay, I'm going to try my best to um, depict this and I'll put it on all my social medias. <coughs> Ooh. Sorry, it's them damn, the damn devil trying to get me to shut up Mm -mm. Mm. and take a swig of this water hold up but how I was moved to express the rainbow because let me show y'all this if the first three are an anchor to the physical world the first three chakras the first three columns are an anchor to the physical world that's why we have a physical body and the last three are an anchor from the metaphysical world and that is why we have soul spirit the capacity for deep intellectual thought did you know which is so funny to me the most the bottom if you imagine a physical anchor like a swooped in that stem and the thing at the top the thing that ships throw over the side to hold it did you know that the most pointed end of an anchor is called a crown the bottom of the anchor is called the fucking crown. Baby, it's all the same potato. I knew I was hitting on some shit with that. I'm gonna probably say that in every single fucking episode for whatever reason. Whatever. So there's three main components to an anchor. It is the crown, which is the bottom. It is the shank, which is the stem of it. The, the thing that, you know, the integrity, the fortitude of the anchor is that middle part right there. And then it is the stock, which is the straight line with the ring on top that they fish through the rope. You know, it's the thing that connects the anchor to the boat, which I'm sure I could go into a whole nother analogy about that. But no, no, no. We're talking about the bridge here and we're talking about how the first three in conjunction with each other, you know, in harmony with each other, represent one sphere of life. And then we're talking about how the last three, four, five, and six, represent a sphere of meta life, you know, the metaphysical. That's what we're talking about. So both of those are anchors, right? Both of those are pans on a scale. Both of those are, we're going to take that pans of a scale, right? That leaves one more chakra to be the pivot point. One more chakra to be the thing to which these anchors are connected, And that is your heart chakra. That is the most powerful. I mean, I can't say which one is most powerful. But that is the pivot point. The capacity of the heart chakra is what has potential to determine all that is experienced here. Existing as someone anchored both to the physical 
and someone anchored both to the metaphysical. What you need is that constant, sturdy absoluteness of your pivot point. Because if you, if your pivot point is fucked up, your heart is broke a little bit, glitching a little bit, you never know if it's going to lean and allow you to feel balanced when really you leaning way over to the physical side. But because your pivot point is fucked up, you don't even know that your scales is broken. Or erase that one. Let's say that your heart is fucked up and it allows you to lean over to the metaphysical. You're going to feel totally balanced. Though you're not, you're going to feel totally balanced being delusional, being paranoid, being overly spiritual or overly intellectual or spiritually addicted. Because your heart, your pivot point, your heart, the thing to which both of those anchors are attached, your bridge is fucked. And so it seems apparent to me that the integrity of that bridge is what's most important. Not most important. I won't say most because you could, I mean, it's no separation. So you will never have a perfectly integral bridge. You would never have a perfectly authentically expressed bridge. If either of those three from the physical or either of those three from the metaphysical were not in harmony, at least with the three of them, at least with the three of them, you know, at least with those three, if they're in harmony to some degree, you may be operational. Clearly you something operational here. However, to open up that part of the heart, to allow this physical anchor and the metaphysical anchor to communicate that heart bridge is necessary. And I don't believe you could have one without the other. I don't believe that the instant those two anchors become balanced, that's going to allow for your heart bridge to open. That's how I'm seeing it right now. But I also sense that this topic could get far more complex if I let it. And I don't seek to confuse anyone, you know. I know that what I'm describing is complex. And I know that maybe the way that I think it to be effective perhaps is not. Maybe it's someone who's even more powerful than me that can boil this shit down even more simply and leave you with a single potato in your hand, babe. Maybe. I'm not getting away from the fact that maybe I'm not very clear with describing this. However, this is a representation of my exact energetic expression. So this is how, this is most, this as clear as I can be. I mean, it's perfectly clear, asterisk, to my ability. So I'm sorry if my asterisk to my ability doesn't hit the mark for you i'm really sorry but i'm trying to most effectively describe this to the best of my ability and so the bridge green the bridge is the expression of the communication between reciprocal chakras what are reciprocal chakras to me that is red violet first and seventh you know root and crown those are reciprocal chakras those are the crown of the anchor those are the two reciprocal chakras you know next two pairings are orange and indigo those are the shanks of the anchor orange and indigo that is sacral and eye Then the third and final reciprocal pair is yellow and blue. Those are the stock 
of the anchor. Those are the reciprocal chakras that is solar and throat. So being in communication. So let's talk about a little bit about reciprocal chakras and that constant communication. And the reason why it isn't so, oh, red communicates with orange, communicates with yellow, then green and blue. I mean, it's like that. All of these things are true. It communicates laterally, or is that the word, laterally? It communicates linearly, it communicates spherically. All of this is simultaneous. Let's just talk about a fractal of it, though, because, baby, it is too immense for my brain. So while I have the sensation that this shit is limitless, I must limit it here now and condense and condense because I can't effectively express infinity with words and so i have to find a way to do this shit and the way to do it you got to cut some stuff off cut some corners bite off only what you can chew so reciprocal chakras red communicating with crown those are the two furthest away those are the two those are the two crowns crown as far as anchor terminology go those are the two most guttural representation you are as root as red root you are purely animal so fucking physical but as purely crown purely or what is that violet purely crown chakra you are so fucking spiritual you are so fucking metaphysical so that is why those two must be in balance because baby they have to be in communication those are the two poles and we just learned in another episode that opposite poles yeah are represented from the same creator from the way that i distilled it so yes i do believe that one and seven work together constantly in in the body of a balanced being or a balance a being that's moving closer and closer to absoluteness <clears throat> i do believe one and seven are constantly in the communication second what is that what did i just call it reciprocal chakras second pair of reciprocal chakras is orange sacral communicating with your eye so that looks like those animal urges and oh i I must reproduce i have all these desires i have all these emotions coupled with though your discernment mixed in together in this beautiful blend of orange and indigo to which oh no 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 perfectly colored with orange and indigo that alone is a relationship that must be maintained to further support this bridge and then that third one yellow and blue that looks like when they're in perfect and you know in balanced communication that looks like i know my will i know what i'm here for i know my purpose which is yellow i know my i got the power to do this the power to change something and then blue it's the action the speaking the expression i'm going to express it i know what my path is and now i'm going to express it so do you see how maintaining that balance between red and violet i'm so human but i'm also so spiritual having that beautiful balance and then i'm so i have all these human desires and emotions but i also have the discernment and the wherewithal to know how to express them is important that's orange and indigo and do you also see how having that knowing your path and then the the capacity to express it as authentically and as perfectly as it respects your exact energetic expression don't you see how that's important that is the relationship that is the balance the talk the communication between what i'm going to call reciprocal chakras so that is that and it is 
abundantly important that you go and you stretch and you connect those and that you're not just so physical or you're not just so metaphysical it is important to maintain constant communication and constant balance between those relationships it's not just one and two first and second chakra i ain't got no problem linking up that's hey i'm a human being on this thing and i got the desire to reproduce they have no problem it is not that hard to be totally balanced with your first through third chakras and it's not totally hard to be imbalanced with your fourth three or six but you want to know what's hard and what i've perceived as hard and difficult is opening up that bridge in between them that fourth chakra that line of communication honey when first and seventh got to talk to each other it's a fight when second and sixth got to talk to each other it's a fight when third and fifth got to talk to each other it's a fight oh but when you have that fourth opened up and you allow some beauty in and you allow the cement of unconditional love to piece together your bricks and to mold your columns you become a little something different baby you become somebody out here at least to my perceptions when you open up that bridge of communication you open up your borders and you allow something in some information that you didn't really piece together like that before oh baby can't nobody tell you shit given the work it's not just do it oh i say i'm this i'm balanced so even i know it's a constant upkeep i'm all six columns have the potential to contribute to or inhibit the integrity of the bridge so that means if your first and your seven ain't talking how they supposed to it don't even matter if two and six or four and five are or i'm sorry three and five are talking that don't even fucking matter if one of those is fucked up you will not not be as balanced as you can be now i'm not telling you what that looks like you know your balance as you can be could look like something else however imbalance is imbalance imbalance is balance so whatever it means to you but if those if those lines of communication lines of communication like i don't know the lines of separation of color on the rainbow yeah yeah yeah. if those lines of communication are not open baby girl i mean you're gonna be as imbalanced as what it is for you and i'm not telling you what balance looks like for you but you shit you're gonna be imbalanced if you're not communicating as effectively as you should be in respect to your exact energetic expression you must respect who you are as a person. You can't do what I tell you to do. You can't do it anyway. You got to respect who you are. Your perfect balance may look like my totally spiraling out of control and vice versa. Maybe. I'm not here to dictate how you live your fucking life. But I am here to stand in the middle, stand on this bridge, look to the left, look to the right, and open up a line of communication between those two things. That is what I do. That is my purpose. That's why I'm here. I live on the bridge. No. I don't want to get too French fries and tater tots about it. Whatever. But before I go, I know we kind of, I'm pushing it. But you know what? Time is relative as fuck anyway. So the last thing I want to talk about after the bridge analogy, we're wrapping that up. Matter of fact, let me close this segment out. This segment was purely dedicated to the bridge analogy and all the weird-ass little shit that had to get thrown into it. Shout out to Anchors for being that one, never that two. But we're going to go ahead and talk about the Wiz connection now. Okay. 
Okay, lastly and most certainly not leastly is my, I want to say pontification because of Jessa, but I don't really know what that word means. But let's just use it anyway. What are words anyway? So the last thing I want to do is the pontification of the, oh no, I don't know what that word means. Listen, <laughs> last thing I want to do is wrap this up cutely. My favorite thing to do. And I have seen The Wiz and The Wizard of Oz, but I'm going to put y'all hip to The Wiz, okay? So in The Wiz, there's Dorothy, the mean old lion, the tin man, the scarecrow, Toto. Am I forgetting somebody? Whatever. And so they all are following the yellow brick road, right? They're all following, oh, the yellow brick road, the yellow brick road to go to Emerald City. They're going from yellow to green, from solar from human determined to go do some shit and find out who you are to the green, the Emerald City, right? Boom. The wisdom knowledge breaks the line to better understanding. So let me read what I have written right here. Perhaps Earth's collective vibration is the yellow brick road. You know, perhaps I'm going to go into deeper. I have a lot of information written down here about the solar chakra. But when they got to the Emerald City, do you know that the Wiz told them, like, oh, you had these things all along. Oh, you had a heart all along. You had courage all along. Y'all did all of this. By the time you made it here, you should have realized that you had everything you needed all along. That's what the Wizard of Oz told them when they fucking got there, is that it was inside of them the whole time. That's the bust. I'm sorry to ruin the Wiz for you, but that's how it ends. So they went through all that bullshit just for him to tell you. Oh, was there the whole time? I mean, they had to go through it. Don't get me wrong. They had to cultivate that foundation in order to know that their bridge was sturdy. Don't get me wrong. Let alone at the very, very, very end of it, the bitch Dorothy woke up and all the shit was a dream. But let's not psych ourselves out too much because, baby, life is but a dream. However, we're moving on. So here in this final capper upper, I'm going to try to do this in two and a half minutes. I believe that we represent because let me read you what i have written for the solar chakra and you line that up to the expressions the collective expressions of humans right now so solar chakra and this information is from rocky mountains oil rocky mountain oils.com um it's the upper abdomen two inches above the navel and it's yellow yellow brick road it's element fire um i don't know war anger aggression fire is some is an element that's very possessed by a lot of people on earth right now literally physically and metaphysically so that's the element fire it goes with the digestive system the muscles the pancreas which cleans your blood i'm sure i think it does that and the adrenals so without getting wrong information from misidentifying pancreas and adrenal i'm going to do the first two for you digestive system and muscles Hmm, digestive system. Is that when you eat something, you break it down, you make waste out of it, you take what you need, and you go. Are we doing that to people right now? Are we? Because don't forget, there is an absence and then a presence that can be expressed. I think majority, we're being controlled by people who operate from an absence, and so that's how they control the world. Capitalism, for example. That's an absence of any form of love. You know, it's a positive and negative. That's the negative expression of the solar plexus. That's the negative expression of the digestive system. I'm going to chew you up, spit you. I'm going to take from you what I need and keep sucking all your nutrients out until I make waste out of you and expel you from me. That's what's happening in the world a lot right now with capitalism, 
patriarchy, all this other shit. That is, you, we are being poorly digested, okay? We being chewed up, spit the fuck out, reeked for all of our nutrients, and left behind. That is also the physical attribute, the physical contribution from the solar plexus chakra. Because let's not forget, things expressed physically have a funny way of representing things expressed metaphysically, okay? So that's digestive system and muscles. Are we not fighting is the world not constantly at war? There has been a war being raged on this planet for thousands of years, relentlessly. Relentlessly. So we know that muscles, physical representation, representing something metaphysical, representing that shit, that's all over. We know that muscles and overruling with an iron fist. Yeah, 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 that's a thing too here. Now, I am American biased. So maybe there's a country out there in the world and they're not at war and they don't fight. No, yeah, I'm here where the shit is going down at. So kudos to y'all for already being at balance and being at peace, but we ain't there yet. So I'm talking about this. Then you go ahead and you relate the function of the pancreas to the expression of the country. You go ahead and you do that. And you do the same. The function of the adrenals. I think those are glands. I don't know. The function of the adrenals, and you relate that to the expression of the country. Go and do it and let me know. Next, moving on. So the solar chakra represents power, transformation, and self-will. When it is excessively expressed, when it's excessive energy flowing there, you'll be quick to anger. You'll be aggressive, dominating, Controlling, mind you, I'm not doing this in two and a half minutes because I'm already up to six, but whatever. You'll be dominating, controlling, and a lack of compassion. Quick to anger, aggressive, dominating, controlling, and lack of compassion. Baby, if you flooded with all this bullshit, look at the expression, the expression of the country right now. Is it not that, at least to me as a black woman, that is what I'm perceiving from the country that I call home right now. That's what I'm expressing. Hey, Black History Month. Thought y'all thought I was going to turn this into no black shit, baby. You came to the right motherfucking place. So either way, when that chakra is excessively stimulated, you will be quick to anger. You will be aggressive, dominating, controlling, and you will lack compassion. Do I even have to say more? Now, when that, mind you, let's say 50% of the people here express that. Mm. Let's say a third. A third of the people in this country express excessive solar plexus chakra activation. It is excessive. They are quick to anger all that shit. But when it's deficient, deficiently stimulated, let's say a third of the population here represents that. You are indecisive, insecure, timid, needy, passive, and you have poor self-esteem. Don't tell me you don't follow nobody on Twitter that don't act like that. Don't tell me that. Don't tell me that, because then you'd be lying. Or then you might just be the person that it is and everybody following you. Hey, Mirror, don't sit here and tell me that y'all don't perceive that a third of this country is expressing themselves like that. Given the wiggliness of numbers, I ain't saying it's exactly a third, my baby. Just rock with me for a second. That's poor self-esteem, and you passive, and you needy, and you timid, and you're being taken advantage of by the people who are excessively stimulated. Oh, they aggressive, they towering over you. Hey, is that not a nod to the rise of, you know, like the Me Too movement and women finally speaking out? We coming out of this timidness and this poor self-esteem to these big aggressive men. 
not to say you know you know i'm using the term men and women loosely it's some aggressive ass women and it's some timid ass men i promise you i understand that babe i'm not saying y'all gotta be one way and i don't seek to offend anyone just using these terms for lack of better term because i can't tell you the shit telepathically so i mean shit i gotta use words and words are so up to interpretation that whatever the fuck so the solar chakra is the core of personality and identity hello lgbtqia a b c d e f g hey y'all like y'all these are pioneers of personality and identity now i hate to say i'm not gonna say pioneer you know whatever group you resonate most with perhaps people say oh black people do that oh you know whoever i'm gonna use the queers because they're my babies so if that ain't it the passing of gay marriage all this stuff we are constantly fighting in the news right now everybody mad because d-wade wants to support his daughter and changing her name y'all mad about that oh but is that not what is that create personality and identity is this not a huge brick that we're all chipping away from okay so let's move on it's the core personality and identity it cultivates authenticity it embodies unlimited potential to transform thought or inertia the tendency to not do shit that's what inertia is um it embodies unlimited potential to transform thought or inertia into action get up go do it you got a platform everybody you got your own business you're doing shit you got a podcast you make music we are turning thought or inertia into action when balanced the ability to overcome fear master your thoughts and make conscious decisions hello fear-based reality do you ever wonder why it is fear-based and it's not like oh a math-based reality oh we're all stuck in a math no we're stuck in a fear-based reality because as it aligns to my conception of this earth is stuck on the third plane earth is stuck in the third chakra earth is stuck in the third energetic expression of shit intelligence perhaps the third step the third level of expression of intelligent energy yeah we're stuck or not stuck you know but that's the place that we're at right now we're ever growing ever changing i'll never put stuck on us we're not stuck it's just taking us some time to get the fuck out of this okay we've been in this shit i mean how long has the earth been tumultuous like this thousands of years okay so i mean stuck to humans unstuck it's stuck to my first chakra it ain't stuck to my seventh Thankfully, with this communication between the first and the seventh, I can identify that we're not stuck, but we stuck, but we're not stuck, but we stuck. You feel me? So, when balanced, the ability to overcome fear, master your thoughts, hello, mind control, and make conscious decisions. It is confidence and vitality to follow your true path and create the life you want. Hello, manifestation. Hi. Is that what we're all trying to learn how to do here? Hmm. I wonder the fuck why because even without knowing it even without knowing this information you're gonna shake this way because your body is anchored on this earth and that is what is the earth is going through right now that's where we at or else we wouldn't be on the third plane and I'm pretty sure we're in the third dimension I mean pardon me if we're fucking not and all of this is outdated as fuck but I'm pretty sure we're in the third dimension so that has to be given respect that this is where we are as a collective 
earth is in its solar chakra right now and she is trying her damnedest to grow and to become love open up that bridge of communication baby we don't know how deep this shit gonna get when we finally get to the fourth dimension we don't know but that's what i believe earth is trying to do and that's why it's such a fight for all the um that's why they have money is green they got you worshiping the wrong green baby they got you worshiping the wrong green you should be focused on this earth this green the green movement the green new deal and oh recycle reduce reuse recycle oh our environment yeah because earth is trying to move from pure humanity pure self-will to actually from inertia to actually doing this shit to actually going green go green like but we are under so much control and possession that when I, if I say go green, I'm trying to go green, focus on this green. You're going to think I'm talking about money, aren't you? Focus on this green, girl. Woke up trying to get to this green. No, it's about love. All you need is love. I mean, hello. It's the reason why they say these things. Um, Hold on. <coughs> but hey, what do I know, right? okay i'm done i'm done i promise you i'm done i'm about to wrap this shit up i'm going to try to draw these pictures out i'm running right now i'm gonna draw them on snapchat so they're gonna look how they gonna look okay but i'm gonna draw out i want to draw the flower that i talked about in the art of flowering i'm gonna draw the double pan scale i'm going to draw the anchor and then i'm gonna draw the bridge with the um six columns drawn out okay and then i'm also going to do a color representation of these reciprocal chakras just to melt that together in case you're an image person that's fine with me too so i'm going to do that let me know about y'all feel i've been getting little feedback here and there give me feedback please come to me on instagram twitter or facebook and let me know what you think about this stuff let me know if it opened up any downloads for you or if i sound completely crazy as fuck i mean maybe save that because i don't care to be told that i sound crazy we took crazy out in episode 10 let me know though if this is something that stimulated something for you or overstimulated understimulated or you feel like i missed a big point let me know at life as we grow it on twitter life as we grow it podcast on facebook and the life as we grow it group on i'm sorry life as we grow it podcast on instagram and then the life as we grow it group on facebook i am primarily on twitter i am secondarily on instagram thirdly is the facebook which i feel like i haven't updated in a while so don't get scared it's like i'm on there but i'd be like quasi on there okay it's really whatever life as we grow it on twitter life as we grow it podcast on instagram you can look up the life as we grow it group on facebook wherever you find wherever you find it i will be there to answer or talk or discuss whatever because i'm not being overwhelmed with it yet so come talk to me um that's it i really hope that this went great for you um i love you guys write yourself a poem today write someone else a poem today it's not over yet it's love day self-love you love i love we love day i love you guys and I hope you get the job.